0: Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. During the summertime when the weather gets hot, I can only imagine how much time you plan to spend outside with friends and family or on your couch with that AC blasting. AT&T 5G and home internet keeps you connected, whether you're at home or on the go, so you can stay connected to your loved ones and to your favorite things. Whether you're sharing pics from the best rooftops, video calling your friends from an outdoor concert, or streaming your favorite show, episode after episode after episode. So connect at home or on the move with AT&T 5G and home internet and create memories and more all summer long. AT&T 5G requires compatible plan and device. Coverage not available everywhere. Learn more at att.com 5G for you. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. When Mark Shelton was a boy growing up in Fort Worth, Texas, one of his more nagging concerns was that someday he might grow too big to fit into a space capsule. That was the 1960s. NASA's Mercury program had just made its first forays around Earth the Apollo program was in its planning stages. The moon landing was still a dream and years away. It was a time, as President John F. Kennedy said in Houston in the early part of the decade, to take up, quote, the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure on which man has ever embarked. That was the beginning of young Mark Shelton's infatuation with space travel and the American space program. And though he never made it into space himself, or hasn't yet, anyway, Shelton has become a part of NASA and the space program in his own poignant way. America's exploration of space has been marked by soaring triumphs and crushing tragedies. The space shuttle program suffered its first disaster in 1986, when the orbiter Challenger exploded barely a minute after liftoff, killing all seven astronauts on board. Shelton, like many others in America, watched in horror that day. He didn't know what to do to show his support for a program that, until Challenger, had become almost an afterthought to much of the American public. For the article this episode is based on, House to Fork spoke with Shelton in 2019. He said, I wanted to find a way to let them know that every flight, people care. Just because there isn't media coverage didn't mean that people didn't care we take it seriously that they take it seriously. More than two and a half years after the Challenger program, when NASA scientists had worked countless hours to determine what went wrong with Challenger and countless more finding ways to make sure it didn't happen again, the space shuttle program finally resumed. And Shelton decided on a simple gesture. It was after STS-26, the first return-to-flight mission after the Challenger disaster, wrapped up its mission in October of 1988, and the shuttle Discovery was safely back on land, that Shelton, his wife Terry, and daughter Mackenzie sent a bunch of roses to NASA's Mission Control at Johnson Space Center in Houston. In the bouquet was a red rose for each of the seven Discovery crew members on board, plus a single white one in remembrance of those who had been lost in the space program. The bouquet included a short note, but no phone number or address for the sender. For every manned mission that NASA has flown since, the family has continued the tradition. Over more than three decades, the Sheltons have sent more than 100 bouquets to mission control. HowStuffWorks also spoke with retired NASA flight director Milt Heflin. He said, They've never missed one time. They've always been supportive. Mark and I talk every once in a while. He'll call me and I'll call him. It's a friendship that's lasted. They are just so dedicated to doing this and to showing this support. That's what makes this really, really remarkable to me. They even sent a bouquet to mission control for SpaceX test launch of its Crew Dragon capsule on March 2nd of 2019, which docked successfully at the International Space Station. The Crew Dragon was unmanned, but carried a sensor-laden mannequin dubbed Ripley after the space explorer in the Alien movies. It was the first time the family sent a bouquet for an unmanned mission, and the first one they sent after the space shuttle program ended in 2011. This bouquet also included a fake rose in honor of Ripley. Shelton said, this was like, we're back. We have a capsule that is capable of supporting human life, a crew-rated capsule that can dock with the ISS. In 2020 and 2021, with astronauts launching from U.S. soil again, they've kept up the tradition. It was NASA Flight Director Heflin, who spent 47 years with NASA and supervised 20 shuttle missions, for seven of which he was the lead flight director, who tracked down the Sheltons after receiving that first vase of roses in 1988. They talked briefly on the phone. As Shelton said in 2019, I couldn't believe it. I was thinking, you've got way too much to do to be talking with me. A few years later, with Heflin at Mission Control helming another shuttle flight, another bouquet arrived, with a handwritten note from Terry. It read, in part, NASA and her projects and missions have always been a source of hope, pride, and inspiration to the people of the United States, and, more importantly, to the people all over the world. We all know the dedication of all of you associated with the space program to the successful completion of each mission, and to the safety of those whose lives are in your hands we send flowers each time because we care that y'all care. I'm so grateful for the things that have come out of the space program, which help our lives and those of our children. And My daughter, Mackenzie, is most important in our lives, and we are grateful for what y'all do to improve the quality of her life. Almost 50 years after a human first walked on the moon, Shelton and Heflin still marvel at what the space program has accomplished, what it's still accomplishing, and look forward to what's next. Shelton said, miniaturization, health and medical improvement, and technological changes. We got this little phone in our hand, and it has so much power, and we can see a satellite image and a pretty close-up view of where we live and the weather and what's coming, and global communication, the studies of Earth. That's really important. And we don't know in the future, are we ever going to need to leave the planet? Exploration is just such a basic need we have as individuals and as civilizations. Thanks to Shelton and those like him, Heflin says, the more than 17,000 scientists, engineers, astronauts, teachers, and many other professionals who work for NASA feel the appreciation. Today's episode is based on the article, One Family Has Sent Flowers to NASA for More Than 30 Years, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by John Donovan. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klein. Or more podcasts from iHeartRadio. Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer-founded, queer-run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one.